course there's no noise to reduce right now, so we're not going to bother. Uh, I really unplugged my refrigerator, but I'm far too lazy for that, and also things will spoil. Welcome to the first episode of Geek Fantology. My name is Neil. Thoughts. Because this is our first episode, we might do a bit of introduction. If you've read our website, you know something about us, but uh, I thought I'd share a bit more. Um, I am uh, the producer, audio editor, recorder, webmaster, and various things for this uh, podcast. I'm interested in anime and tabletop games and movies and comic books and have been geeking out in one way, shape, or form for the better part of the last 22 years. So, that's me. To my left, we have... Michael Crisop. I suppose my official title would just be contributor at this point. Um, also, lifelong geek, uh, as you've read on the intro. Big fan of uh, video games, tabletop role-playing, comics, all that good stuff. And... Uh, Mentioned big fan of comedy notes forms, be that TV, movies, blogs, etc. Of course, so me, we have. I'm Ben Reader, the one true Ben. Um, there's a whole spiel that goes along with that. I'll probably get into that later. It's on the website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are the lesser Ben's thing. Anyways, um, and um, my job is actually to be a geek. I am a. Uh, I'm a. Uh, an author. I write the Demon's Apprentice series and the Zompok Survivors series. All findable um, on Amazon.com. Links, in the, links are at, in our website. Plug, plug, plug. At, yeah, and at chancefortunato.com. But uh, also, um, I've been a geek since, well, before all these guys were born. Uh, but he's the old timer among us. Yes. yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, I've been playing D&D since it came in a cardboard box. The highest level was three, and Elf was a class. Um, and uh, so, uh, and uh, like Michael, I'm also a GM uh, for our other for our game podcast. So, First episode of that of the actual play also will be coming out roughly the same time this podcast comes out. By the way, and uh, so yeah, that's uh, so basically uh, I'm old and I write books. So and. Uh, and completing our merry band, to my right, at least for now. I'm David Vance. I also go by Wookie for, for almost everybody except my immediate family. Uh, I've been a geek probably since I could read, around three years old. It's a long time ago. Not as long as men, but it's been a long time. <laughs> uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, comic books, anime, video games, tabletop, just about everything I can get my hands on. And also, and I, I think in episode zero, uh, Ben said, let the record show that we are being professionals and we were drinking soda. Well, let the record show that, since we're recording at my house, I'm drinking scotch. <laughs> um, because, yeah. Because you're an adult and you can. Because I'm screw an adult. The rules. You have alcohol. Well, no, it's not even screw the rules. This is my house. I don't have to drive anywhere. He makes the rules. Right, yeah. Not having to drive anywhere is a big I fact. don't have to drive, which means I can drink. I will not be drunk. That would uh, take me drinking far more of this scotch than I will allow myself to drink in a single sitting. But. <laughs> I'll probably tell you drinking more of that scotch than you actually have. 
That's true. That's true. But I also have a bottle of Jameson over there. Well, internet social lubricant, which sounds quite dirty when you say it out loud. Oh my! Oh my! Yeah. So yeah, um, we're we propose to speak at length and as our brains create information of random topics pertaining to the nature of geekdom. Um, thing, yes, things that are geek, things that relate to geek, um, gaming, comic books. I think today we're going to start with uh, the MCU um, because we didn't do much prep work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As normal people in the audience, that's Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, part and of the reason we decided with the MCU is because Luke Cage is coming out at the end of this month. Oh, yes. yes. Sweet Christmas. Yes. Well, well yeah, but, but not said kind of patronizingly like you did. He, he really gives it some gravitas, which I think is... <laughs> I wasn't going for gravitas, so mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> right, yeah, like, September 30th is... Is our geek Christmas? Is our next geek Christmas? I think. Yeah, my, pretty much. My, don't try texting me that. Day. Man, the one yeah. I'm looking forward to is what November fourth, second. It's somewhere very at the beginning of the month. Talking about strange. Strange. Yeah. in doubt if it's geeky, it's coming out in November. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. my God, Doctor Strange! I have wanted a Doctor Strange movie since Iron Man two. Yeah, and the, I didn't dream, dare to dream of something before before Iron Man before Iron Man got a sequel. But uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> for oh, me, man. for me, it was the um, the '90s Spider-Man animated series. Doctor Strange was in it for a couple episodes. Really, I remember those. Yeah. And yeah. Don't I got curious because I knew that some Marvel movies had been made. Oh, imagine curious. They, they did one. Doctor Strange in the 70s and it was oh, horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah. It was it's like, like, I assume yeah. that's on par with the original Captain America movie. Uh, he's churning no, these no, things no, no. out. Not on par. <laughs> the Captain America movie was good. Oh. In by comparison. comparison. By comparison. That's frightening. I mean, at I least would... the Captain America movies had had fun uh, ham with, with uh, a la Red Brown. Yeah. I would Best put known as Roll Fizzlebeef from. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from I roll for Fizzlebeef. Success. <laughs> I would put it up there with the Fantastic Four movie that no, Fox four. did without releasing. Ah, yes. Yeah. So they I've heard tell. Oh, that thing. Yeah. yeah. I've seen it. So, really? Yeah. Yes. Doctor Strange, my first exposure to Doctor Strange, which is not as bad as, you, as it sounds. My first <laughs> exposure, really. I've oh already, ma- I've already made the the, the, uh, the joke this uh, this episode, Ben. Uh, no, the uh, but anyways, my I was first I found Doctor Strange in the eighties, back when it was still heavily influenced by its seventies artwork, uh, when the magic was all this massive geometric. Uh, you know, it's things in the and the landscapes were just amazingly LSD. You know, it's like having an LSD experience without the actual flashbacks later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the you know, it was it was steeped in lore and everything. And I've been wanting one since then. But then they got Cumberbatch for it. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody can pull off Strange, you know, other than you know. At I, 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 one point, I thought Robert Downey Jr. could do it. I think Robert or RDJ would be able to be well, able to Strange. Because Doctor Strange is Tony Stark. Stark with magic instead of yeah. armor. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but then you get Benedict Cumberbatch, who in the previews is doing a, a spot-on yeah. American accent. Oh, he's uh, yeah. he, he's done movies where he's done a really good American accent. And right. he, it's, it's not... 
I'm not surprised by his by his ability to do a good accent. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's a British actor. Actor, he can do an American accent, unlike most American actors who can't do a British accent without you know, a sense of. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Governor? <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's not fair. I actually can do a decent British accent myself. Unlike other actors, I can maintain. I can do a British accent. <laughs> well, it's because Carrie Elvis is British. <laughs> British right? So yeah, and you can see now where how this how this uh, show is How's probably going to it's, go. It's funny that you say you thought Robert Downey Jr. could do it because in a way they're both playing the same character also with Sherlock. They both have their the, interpretation of Sherlock. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, it, there is... Um, there, there's this thing going around the internet right now where... Um, People want Deadpool to show up in the in the in the ma- massive conglomerate <laughs> universe, just so at some point he can say to both with, with both RDJ and uh, and and Benedict Cumberbatch in the same room, no shit Sherlock, so that you have a moment where they have to both double take. <laughs> well, they have to look at each other. <laughs> right. That is like the ultimate meta opportunity for that. And it won't happen. Yeah. Um, although Ro- See, Ar- yeah. Robert is um, making noises about maybe doing Iron Man four. That would be kind of cool, um, but. Uh, but I think honestly, he probably gets too much, would need to get paid too much for that. I think the Benedict Cumberpatch uh, casting, it's uh, Robert Downey Jr. is a good example to give because it's, it's one of those situations where you don't really see it coming, and then you hear about it, and it just clicks. You're like, oh my god, this is what I was missing in my life. Yeah. Right. Like RDJ as Iron Man slash Tony Stark, and now Benedict Cumberpatch, Doctor Strange. Yeah, really, the whole Marvel universe has had really good casting. I'd oh, say. Yeah. Um, speaking of someone who does theater for who's, who's who's been doing theater for a long time, right. casting is really important. And they and and the casting directors who, for all of Marvel stuff really are to be applauded. Um, oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr. really knocks it out of the park as Tony Stark. I really love Chris Evans as uh, oh, yeah. as Cap. Right. Um, yeah. It's funny. It's like every major character that gets cast, one of the first reactions people have is, "Oh no, not especially Robert Downey for." Iron Man, when they first mm-hmm. announced he was yeah. going to be Tony Stark, everyone yeah. said no. Yeah, and then he comes out... I, and honestly, I don't even remember the initial reaction. It's been so many years now. Well, that was 2008. Also, yeah. back when Robert Downey Jr. was primarily comedian. Yeah, and, um, and, and he was his career was his career was tanked. Yeah, because well, it's massive kind of, because yeah. massive addiction <laughs> issues. Right, uh, but, then, you know, but who better to play? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, going to say, Tony Stark. Like, guys, <laughs> yeah. that's actually quite perfect. So, yeah, right. But then uh, Chris Evans's cap. People said, "You mean the guy who played Johnny Storm? No, he's already done more." Or the guy that played yeah. uh, Jake in not another teen movie. Yeah, right. It's so weird. <laughs> that's the same guy now. I know, and, but you know the thing is, is I, I don't look at that as a Marvel movie because the Fantastic Four was a Sony right. movie, right? Yeah, a, a phony. I mean, Sony movie. So you it's know. an important delineation to me. And, yeah. and it was Fox, wasn't it? I think it was Fox. Yes. So, yeah. Sony had Spider Man. Fantastic yeah. Four, Fox. Fantastic Four, Fox. Uh, well, Fo- well Fantastic Four and X Men. Right. Um, right. And now to make things awkward, we are going to have to take a brief break, where um, we have to go pick a person up. Um, who's not actually going to be in the show, but timing has pr- has proven Fortuitous. to be annoying or to t- to have the best of us. So we will return in a moment. I will play you some music now.
and we're back. Yes. Um, so I'm front. We ap- yes, indeed. You're both here. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize for the uh, for the brief musical interlude and the uh, awkward. We were actually not recording for about 15 minutes because rides and such. Life. Um, because life. Yeah. yeah to to use gamer terms, real life op. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it needs nerf. The graphics suck. <laughs> I need. I want. I want. Re- I want them to nerf real life in the next patch. Right. Actually, the graphics are green. It's the plot that's crap. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about uh, about Marvel Cinematic Universe and casting. Uh, to bring us back initially, um, I I really want to uh, also just bring special mention because Cinematic Universe makes us think movies. The Netflix original series oh, God. Yeah. have been so Speaking fucking of, amazing. Of amazing casting that definitely yeah. deserves mention. Well, not just the not everything just the really casting. Oh man, the the production the value, the yeah. tone, the vision, everything well, about it. And writing, especially the writing. Anyone who I've had who questioned whether they were going to watch uh, Daredevil, I just show them the the first scene. For, uh, I believe. Uh, I don't remember which episode it was in season one, but it's just one long take, and it's oh, the fight. The, the, the one oh, the hallway, yeah. Fi- yeah. The hallway the fight. Hallway the hallway fight. fight. The hallway yes. fight in episode two near the it's end. It's at the end of episode two and is one of the best long shots I every, have ever seen in Every person I show that to, life. their initial reaction is, okay, I'll watch this. Yeah. If anyone wants, if anyone wants to see an example of expert choreography, just point them to that scene. And yeah. not just expert choreography; it really feels gritty and oh, yeah. harsh. And yeah. you see what Matt's really oh. going through. Yeah, yeah. as I mean, Daredevil, because he has no power. Really, yeah, you get to empathize with that character. And it's like, you know, I'm I'm watching that for the first time. I'm cringing, and I'm, you know, I feel like I'm about to fall down. I feel like I'm actually taking the blows. You feel the impact. Yeah, I love it. Tired. I love. Yeah, this. exactly. One one very small part of that is like towards the end of that fight where he's leaning against the wall and he sees somebody else getting up and he uses his head to shove off the wall because he doesn't want to pick up his arms. He's tired. Right? Yeah. And, you know, and, and <laughs> the thing is, is it's not just one punch knockdowns. Either. Yeah. He's having to beat the crap out of these right. guys so that they don't get back up. Um, and, and we see the same, we see something similar in season two um, about midway through in the uh, stairwell fight scene. Yes. Right. One oh, that take. stairwell. Oh, yeah. the, well, the fights in general in Daredevil, just god damn yeah. fucking amazing, because I have not sworn enough in this podcast yet. <laughs> right? And, uh, you're running low on your quota. Back oh, to yeah. casting, too. Vincent D'Onofrio as the kingpin. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my god. So yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the thing is... is and he, he brings so much nuance to the character, too. He plays him almost yeah. as though he's slightly autistic. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and genius... You know that comes along with that, yeah. Because you know he's got, and yeah, he he's got issues. He's like a homicidal rain man who's really built. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I mean, Time even the Punisher. Longer, or I beat your face. <laughs> yeah, even the Punisher doesn't. You know, well, I mean, we saw even Daredevil is like, okay, yeah, I need a special suit, you know, right. to fight this guy. Sure. Uh, even the Punisher has a hard time standing up to him. Yeah. In that in that scene where he crushes the guy's head mm-hmm. in the oh yeah, SUV. brutal, yeah, brutal. oh yeah, yeah, so and, amazingly brutal. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the anger issues, and even in season two. He's still a power in prison because he runs that freaking prison. Mm-hmm. 
You know, well, I think that's such an important part of his character is that you can throw him naked in the woods and he will be ruling over woodland creatures within right. five minutes. Yes. Yeah. He just does what he has to do. Yeah, you, you, you drop him off in the woods and six days later he's got a wolf pack at his, you know, at his side and the mountain folk, you know, are... are, are you know, but, uh, but then we, we get not one but two amazing fight scenes, amazingly brutal fight scene and the Punisher fight scene. And that's another excellent yeah. bit of casting. Yeah. No, they really did great with the Punisher, too. I think yeah. it's important to mention, too, that um, in, in a character perspective, and you know, you build up those characters and everything, especially for someone who goes into it cold and doesn't really understand, okay, who the, who the heck is actually, you know, who is Daredevil? Who is Matt Murdock? What makes the characters tick? Well, I feel that the, the fights, the choreography, is a character of its own in the show. If you don't have that brutal, like to go back to that same scene, that one long shot in the first season, that informs the character. I mean, he's the son of a boxer who is this knock-down, yeah. drag-out boxer, and you see some of that influence and experience in his life reflected, and that's a core aspect of storytelling, is you show, you don't tell. Yeah. And just him getting the crap beat out of him and beating the crap out of others and barely escaping with his life on multiple occasions when he first starts doing his vigilante thing. That informs the character so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, you know, and he's, he always gets back up. I mean, he doesn't just jump back up. It's it's always that slow <coughs> get up like, that hurt. Right. You know? It's the, uh, uh, If he had a theme song, it would be Tough Thumping by yeah. Chumbawamba. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he is... That's he's, more about drinking, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but oh, he tough. does his share of that, too. That's true. Yeah. But he's tough in that, okay, you know, just got to take one more step, um, you know, in that Rocky Balboa right. um, way yeah. of things. Oh, yeah. Just wiggle your big toe. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, one toe. Fights, you know, fights somehow. Um, and we see that with, um, you know, and it's kind of funny is when we see Elektra in season two, at first we think, you know, there's something wrong, but then we find out as as we go along, you know, not to spoil it too much, that there's a reason she acts the way she does. Yeah. My and first thought with Electra was, please don't be like Jennifer Garner. Yeah, there, there was that. <laughs> I, I have that thought a lot. Well, I gotta yeah. say, she. Yeah. I actually didn't list, mislike Jennifer Garner in the Daredevil movie. I didn't like her much in Electra, but I didn't. But I, I thought she was okay in Daredevil. Yeah, I thought she. I thought with her character arc in Daredevil. Um, you know, and I actually enjoyed that that kind of um, fight scene between her and Daredevil mm-hmm. on the playground. The playground. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of did was, too. It, it was it, it, a lot it, of people. I couldn't suspend my disbelief on that anymore, but it was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, a lot of people bagged on that, and and I just thought it was a fun, self-aware, playful kind of thing. I actually didn't mind that a bit. And right. I mean, I'm, yeah, she gave a serviceable performance with you know the material she had, I suppose. Yeah, I'm one of the people who I actually really liked Affleck's Daredevil movie. Uh, my biggest problem with it was that at the time, anytime Affleck did anything, it was just Affleck dressed as somebody else. I didn't yeah. see the character he yeah. was trying to be. Right. That changed after he did Argo, but that was my big problem with Daredevil. Yeah. Is it is it Christopher Daredevil. Walken syndrome? No matter who he plays, exactly. he's still just yeah. an he's Affleck. If that, yeah. 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 Well, and, and, but, and, and then of course he was also up against Colin Farrell. Yeah, he stole the show. I mean, <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah, bullseye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and God, yes. not not to distract from M, from MC, MC, we're going to talk yeah. about DC at some point. He did really good in uh, in Super Orphan Fight, mm-hmm. um, yeah, which is what I like to call uh, the ultimate cut of uh, of 
Batman, Batman v Superman. Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Batman v <laughs> Superman. Yeah, Superman. Not all that great. Um, yeah. The Ultimate Cut, really good. I'm really looking forward to Justice League, but we'll talk about that yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I can go on In future episodes. Yes. Yeah. Um, he did a... I actually really liked Batman. Right. But, um, and see, and then when Marvel. we get to, you know, the Marvel, uh, Jessica Jones... That was, I mean, that was almost more brutal. I couldn't watch all of Jessica Jones. Speaking actually. of hard drinking and brutality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was actually, brutal. I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. I mean, and speaking was... of great casting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. fantastic casting. I just, oh, God. I like couldn't, the Man? I couldn't oh, yeah. watch it because, like, it was, it was fucking with my head. Yeah. yeah. That's the, yeah. <laughs> so it, and then, I mean, you, yeah. you sit there and it, it, it brutalizes, you know, in Soviet Russia. Right. <laughs> you know, TV show brutalizes you. Um, <laughs> well, I talked about, and I, you know, I talked about on, on Daredevil how, how scenes are shot and some of the fights and you know whatever happens how that it builds that feeling and I feel like you know Jessica Jones does that as well where from the get go you feel like you're living a hard knock you know noir kind of life it's there's like this feeling of dread and claustrophobia and some of that same grit you see in Daredevil and it just really works and they paid really close attention to for the people who were fans of the comics, the Alias comics, one of the first things in the Jessica Jones series is her grabbing a guy, throwing him through her front window. Yep, yeah. which is one door, of the first things right she out of the yeah. comics. And, and not even just like shot for shot, but actually um, the the uh, scripting yeah. is nigh, is nigh on identical as well. Yeah, right. It's yeah, they, it is almost as close to um, it, it, it's the second closest thing I've ever seen to a comic book being brought in, onto the screen. After right. Scott Pilgrim, or uh, Year One, also uh, Batman, Batman, Batman Year One. Didn't yeah. see yeah. Batman. Well, I'd say oh, Sin City and Three Hundred are pretty faithful adaptations as well. Yeah, yeah. But oh, that's more graphic than, novel than right. like, yeah. serial but comic in, series. You know, in Jessica Jones, you know, even down to the secondary characters, mm-hmm. um, you know, you 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 get. Um, I mean, uh, Carrie Ann Moss. <clears throat> oh yeah, know, I was just about um, to say, just like. She pulls off the you know cold-hearted lawyer. Well, that's I mean, a perfect example of a character doing an amazing, or I should say, an actor doing an amazing job portraying a character where you don't quite know how to feel about her in any given moment, and that makes her compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't you you want to sympathize with her, but you want to hate her too. You right. know, and that's I mean that's that I think is for the longest time we've seen Carrie Ann Moss. Playing, I think, a specific type of role, the you know the tough girl. Well, to be fair, she was manipulative in uh, Memento as well. See, I haven't seen Memento, yeah, but it's been but such a we long see time. like Red Planet. Well, the first anytime uh, I hear her name, Matrix, is always the first thing yeah. I always think. Of. Right, <coughs> right. She's playing tough girl. Um, I, I think she's kind of doomed to. She she was for a while doomed to. Sort of getting cast type, cast. type there, yeah. yeah. But when, but man, she's got when, the chops though. Yeah, she's got the chops. I mean, and that's the thing is, she's, um, you know, she, she's been underrated. After this, you know, I'm hoping to see her in, in some parts like this. Well, yeah, her and um, the nurse. I can't remember her name either. Um, um, from Rosario the, Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. yeah oh, uh, the actress. Okay, as I say, well, I was thinking? trying to think of the character, but. Oh. So the minor characters are crossing over, yes, yeah, Claire, Claire crossing yeah. over to the other series. Like, yeah. Um, Sorry about that. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty. We were talking about um, Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss, yes, and Rosario Dawson, yes, and, uh, and, and, and how they're crossing and over. Yeah, because um, eventually we've got Luke Cage coming. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more Jessica Jones, more Daredevil, Daredevil, and we also have Iron Fist. 
and then eventually the Defenders, where they all it's the mini so, Avengers. So they <laughs> Avengers Light. So they axed the Punisher series, right? I think they're still doing that, but it's not part of the Defenders. Yeah, it's not part of the same phase, if you will. To yeah, borrow still a term connected. From the yeah, still connected, right. but not. Because I thought the main I know they axed something. I didn't know if it was Daredevil season three or. Um, I think I they, they they axed the Inhumans movie. Yes. Yeah. No, they they killed that one. Um, but and then Agent the Carter. Yeah, ended after the second it. season. Yeah, that's. Yeah. yeah, that that's that was a shame. That was a good series. So um, we were talking about uh, casting a bit. You mentioned uh, Iron Fist. Something I think is hilarious is people are mad that Iron Fist is a white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Danny um, Rand has always been a white guy. Yeah. No, that character has always been a white guy, and yet. Um, it's like culture assimilation. Oh wait, yeah. right. I mean, and the was. thing is, is, it's not like Marvel doesn't have, um, you know, Mar- Marvel doesn't have Asian, uh, yeah, Asian characters. Yeah, you, you know, you've got uh, um, Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, and um, you yeah, know, some of his incarnations, Moon Knight is uh, is Asian. I think he's your he's Egyptian. Oh yeah, he's Egyptian. You're right. I think part part of it too is uh, people. You know, it's kind of like you know how people will look at uh, situations and history and just view it through their current, you know, socio political cultural lens. And mm-hmm. it's like you know you have to remember a lot of these characters are from decades ago. Yeah. And yeah. of course, the majority of them were white. That's just yeah. how it was. Yeah. Not to say yeah. you know not to you know uh, condone that or anything, but it is what it is to a certain extent where. You know, if you bring new characters in the fold, just statistically, they're more likely to be Caucasian yeah. males unless you, you know, tear it completely up yeah. from like, the ground up. What I think is funny is people are getting pissed off about uh, Iron Fist being uh, white, but people are also getting pissed off about uh, Mary Jane being black in the new Spider-Man movie. Huh. Right. Um, I hadn't really heard. Or, you know, people got, people got upset about Hermione being black. You know, yeah, and, and J.K. Rowling's when you know, I never specifically said she was white. She actually did though. Yeah. It it, it is in the books, but either way, it doesn't yeah. really matter. As long as it gets the point across. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think I the mean, bottom line is you just gotta stay true to the character yeah. and you shouldn't yeah. really be seeing the superficial things. Yeah, and I and I'm just saying it's saying saying it's funny that people are getting outraged about both changing uh people and also, oh, yeah. currently, quote, whitewashing uh, Asian races. Yeah. When, in one case, you're getting mad about them making changes, and in one case, in the other case, you're getting cha- mad about them not making a change. Right. Well, no matter yeah. what, I mean, it's a, you know, screwed if you do, screwed if you don't situation. Well, we're not the only country that does things. it. If you, any Bollywood movie you look at, their heroes are going to be from India. Yeah, their heroes any are Chinese going to be... Chinese movie, it's going to be a well, Chinese they're not even They're not even just going to be Indi- uh, from India, um... Typically, um, and I'm gonna fuck this up so bad. Um, I used to watch a lot of Bollywood, actually. Uh, yes, yeah, surprise. Your dark secret is out. <laughs> no, your dork secret is out. I like musicals in almost every yeah, instance. I don't know. Lagan is a fantastic movie if you right. get a chance to watch it. It's my about girlfriend. Cricket match. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend it's a three loves, hour movie uh, about cricket. My girlfriend loves a Bollywood serial, the uh, Ladies' Number One Detective Agency, or something like that. Yeah, not familiar with that one. But, yeah, oh, I just um, too many kittens. She was watching that on, on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but yeah I was like, gonna say uh, a lot of uh, a, a lot of a lot of Bollywood. You're gonna see not only um, you know that that actor, but you're also you know they're all Indian, but 
uh, you're also going to see them typically of, uh, of I can't remember the cast. Um, like Robin or specific Robin, cast. yes. Yeah, I was about to make an obvious casting pun. Let's, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah. Well, not, not to make light of that, but... Uh, well, one of the other things that they were getting pissed off with uh, Iron Fist is um, it was partially because he's white, and then it went on to that they're tired of white guys being better at an Asian art than the Asians are. And that that happens so many times in movies and um, TV and whatever. Have they read Iron Fist? Because <laughs> the guys that train Iron Fist are better than are he way is. better than he is. He oh, drops yeah. out and quits, and then goes becomes a merc with. Uh, now I'm, with, I'm not really with familiar Cage. with the character that much. I've only seen him in a few comic books as like a guest star or whatever. It, it, so does skilled. he have? He's skilled, and he has, and he has some. Sort he of has a power that nobody else has because it requires defeating a specific dragon. But there are still. People who are just he, flat out. But I'm just, or, I'm assuming yeah. that what you mean there is that he has um, people that trained him or schooled him or whatever that are yeah. Asian, right? Yeah. Yes. So they taught him everything he knows, so then I don't understand what people are so upset about. Right. Because well, he's, he's naturally better <clears throat> than what they are, but they're not. Yeah. He, no, he's mean, not naturally he's, better. He cheats. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was going to say natural. <laughs> It's highly debatable natural. when you have some sort of magical yeah, thing. Yeah, when you have a magic on. power based based on beating a dragon. Yes. Yeah, because that's natural. Everyone just slays a dragon. Right. Well, you haven't? Well, <laughs> I slayed two last, this I mean, morning. You know. <laughs> yeah. And they were eight legged. They were creeping around in my bathtub. Those are spiders. Oh, okay. Spider dragons. <laughs> spider dragons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. but, um, so, casting. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's, it, gets, it gets down to. The other thing I'm, I'm looking forward to Luke Cage. Um, is that it is true to who Luke Cage is, who oh, yeah. is a you know is a hero for Harlem, yeah. Um, and so he's not fighting a white guy; he's fighting another black guy. And I actually really like how uh, like Luke Cage is. I want to say that like eighty to ninety percent uh, African American casting. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, exactly. Right. They went. They they and. Well, it's, I mean, which I think is great. Yeah, yeah it's Harlem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. for Christ's sake, if you're going to cast in Harlem, you yeah. better most be most be and, black. And Harlem, oh my God! I mean, there's so much rich culture out of Harlem. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you get the Harlem Renaissance and the writers out of that era, and you know, and you get the best writers of our age, somehow. Exactly, and you know, you get basically Harlem is like it says in the in the preview. It is the symbol of hope that somebody can make it. Anybody can make it. Right, you know, and I like that they're staying true to what Harlem really is. Well, I think what what excites me about Luke Cage is um, similar to some things that I appreciate about Jessica Jones is, um, although you have a character who has this super strength in um, and everything, he's not necessarily going to solve every problem by hitting it a lot. Like True. which you you'll find with certain characters like Superman when he's not in good hands, for example. Yeah. Um, but that's diverging off Marvel. Anyway, point <laughs> is, I like the fact that I enjoyed him in Jessica Jones, and I'm I'm interested to see how they explore his character. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, and not just oh big dumb oaf who hits things. Like, Absolutely. He's got to be an interesting person. Yeah. I I'm interested to see how. Because if, if him and Danny Rand don't become best friends, oh, they I'll have be to. disappointed. And I'm interested yeah. to see. We have to have a happens. bromance going on at some point. Yeah. <laughs> right. And well, their characters are actually, they seem fairly different in age, which is a little bit different too. Yeah. Right. But the other thing, you know, going back to something, you know, solving problems by hitting them, um, the fight choreography that we see in that, in those, in those three, um, in those three 
previews from yeah. Luke Cage. Yeah. We just rewatched them, by the yeah. way, Mike. Sorry, are you weren't very, here. <laughs> are very different than the fight choreography we see in Daredevil. Daredevil. Right. Um, and Iron Fist will be even more different. And that goes back to what I was about, about the fights being <laughs> indicative of the character. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, because there's one point in the in the uh, in the Luke Cage uh, preview where he just basically bashes out a piece of wall right. to get a pipe yeah. to beat people <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that. He's know. not, he's so not he interested. Throws, you know, <laughs> me of the old Streets of Rage game. Yeah. yeah. Pick up pipes and beat people. Well, it's like he's not yeah. interested in being flashy or making a show. He is like pointing yeah. to point B. He's like, How, what is the most efficient way for me to get this over with and yeah. just yeah. do what I need to do? And nothing staggers him. Right. Well, I that's mean, because he's Power Man. Exactly. I mean, he is like, you know. But the, and, and by the way, it's lazy ass name. Oh, I Power know. Man. Power Man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's why yeah. he didn't Luke Cage is so much better. Which yeah. Is why he just sounds cooler that, right? anyway. But you know, he, but he 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 punches straightforward. He's very straightforward. You you see him throwing people around, holding. You know, it's choreographed the way a super powered individual would do it. Even Jessica Jones, we get to see some of that in yeah. some of her fight scenes, um, you know, but not as much because she's not bulletproof. Right. Yeah. No, she's just super strong. Big, big difference when super that's strong, entered that into the equation. Because you can yeah. just waltz in there. <laughs> Jumping in the class. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're going to actually pursue that a little further because she's supposed to be able to fly. Right. Yeah, and, and we see hints of it in Jessica Jones, yeah. where you know, you yeah, see like jumping jump, really yeah. far, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see you know, because I would like to see the progress she made in that season, mm-hmm. you know, reflected going forward, yeah, because then we also have um, her best friend. You know who uh, she's supposed to be somebody important, isn't she? Um, yeah, she hey. is uh, Hellcat, right. Uh, she's uh, the yes. second Hellcat, um, and because everybody knows everybody in the Marvel universe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all one big club. Well, it, it truth was, I mean, it, it was what, uh, and then you got Misty Knight and Colleen Wing coming in on Luke Cage, um, and they end up forming their own detective agency in the in the comics. Heroes for Hire. Uh, no, no, that's that's uh, Cage and Iron Fist. Yeah, the uh, Heroes for Hire. Nightwing, I think it was. Oh, Nightwing. Nightwing. I, okay. Yeah, uh, I got you now. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they end up, and that's another one that would be good. But I think that um, I think right now with the lineup they've got, there's only so much awesome we can handle. Yeah, it's, it's funny what you said though about um, everybody knows everybody in Marvel. That's part of what made Jessica who she is. Nobody knew who she was. She was a hero that nobody right. knew about. Yeah. So when she went missing for a year, nobody nobody noticed. knew. Nobody right. cared. Nobody noticed. Yeah. Yep. So uh, even her friends, like, you know, this is, this is just how she is. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're getting on towards about that time. Um, gentlemen, any uh, any final thoughts or opinions or things you wish to say? Just really Got about look- ten minutes to wrap this up. Just really looking forward to what Marvel has coming. Between Doctor Strange, their different Netflix series, the next Spider-Man, Infinity War. Runaways also uh, coming to, I can't remember if it's Hulu or Prime. Really looking forward to that too. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got the whole Phase 3, the Infinity War. Right. And I really hope they don't fuck it up. Yeah. Well, it's Marvel (laughs) so longer. It's no longer two movies. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, It's just Infinity War is the first movie. The next movie is going to be called something else. But it's still, it's still technically changed. Changed. Yeah. They're just yeah. changing the title. Because part one and part two is old hat and sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But, uh, you know, and the thing is, is, it makes me wonder, what are they going to do after the Infinity War? I think that they're going to rehash Avengers with a new team. They're going right. to start pushing out the current team. Yeah, They've already but, started. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, eventually they could get to Secret War if, if necessary. I would love Secret that. That would be a great way to introduce Venom properly. Next right. big, uh, as the next big, like, yeah. overarching meta-narrative. Um, that is one problem, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Don't get me wrong, I love what Marvel's been doing. Mm-hmm. They can't keep up this pace. Right. Well, that's, I think, the thing that they, they showed us in Ant-Man. That was something I was going to bring up. Is they have, you know, they've got the monster pieces, the big, huge, but then they've got Ant-Man. Um, they've got the little pieces that are, yep. you know, everyday hero type stuff. Uh, you've got Captain America, which is more the political intrigue. Right. Um, you know, so I also I, like how Ant Man wasn't Hank Pym to start. It was Hank Pym training a replacement. Yeah, the more interesting Ant Man. Yeah, and, and you know, you, and so we get that you know they're not trying to maintain that pace of you know huge blockbuster you know events uh, because Ant Man was a very tiny you know focus. It is a very lighthearted yeah. movie compared to a lot of their other stuff. It was and um, on the flip side of that. Uh, Black Panther is going to be a very dark, gritty movie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yes, Black I, Panther, yes. yeah, that's going to be the next. Ne- T'Challa was cast really well. Oh, T- God, they, yeah. Well, I've n- they have n- they have really done very well on all of their main and primary supporting cast casting for like everything. Yeah, that, yeah. Like I can't think. Can, can anyone think of a, of an example of someone you feel was miscast? Um, not really, considering no. that they. Did Mandarin different than what it was supposed to be? <laughs> I was mad about still. how they did Mandarin, but they yeah. got Ben it was, motherfucking it was, Kingsley. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant how they did it. But if they had, a, if he was actually supposed to be the Mandarin, yeah, it would have upset. Well, it'd be me fantastic it if they did Iron Man four and had it t- turn out the that real one. Ben Kingsley was, was the Mandarin and was playing himself off as not the Mandarin. Okay, because that would be very much a Mandarin thing to do. There's only (laughs) one casting choice that I sort of disagreed with, and it may have been the direction. Sam Rockwell is Justin Hammer. He came off as a smarmy, you know. Yeah, Justin Hammer was supposed to be British, Um, and and Justin Hammer was supposed to be a brilliant, you know, strategist, and you know he gets played for minute one. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's a great. I actor. love Sham, Sam Rockwell. He's great, but, but he was. You're right. Um, and I think I also it was the think only miss they made. It wasn't what's like her much. name? Um, and unfortunately, because of the movies, the animated series, even though they're not tied to a lot of the animated series now, are based loosely on the, the cinematic movies. universe. Yeah. So Justin Hammer in the Avengers. Um, assembled show mm-hmm. is just like Rockwell's interpretation of him. Yeah. Well, you know he he played, he played bad. well with the script he was given. Oh yeah, yeah because oh, yeah. I mean most of the problems with Hammer was was how it's written, not with Sam Rockwell's interpretation. Right, because I, yeah, because Hammer was like you know in Tony's shadow yeah. all the time, and that just that didn't that did you know that should have been somebody. He never seemed to be on a par with Tony. No, he didn't. And who, was I, you know, sorry, who was I thinking of? Um, the casting that I'm not too, no, I, that has been the least yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the actress's name, but the one who's playing the love interest for Thor. 
Oh, uh, she's Natalie gone Portman. anyway. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman's gone. Yeah, she's not playing Jane anymore. Oh, good. I didn't like her. I think they've completely <laughs> written the character out. Okay. She said that she hasn't even been approached about ever coming back. Well, that's good because I didn't like her. Yeah, <laughs> I think. That's, I'm also really looking forward to Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor. Thing, see, the thing is, is if there's anybody that Thor actually has chemistry with, it is Sith. Sith. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. Which it was awesome seeing her show up in Shield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sith is and, great. and and seeing seeing the actress uh, in her in her show Blind Spot. Mm-hmm. Oh God, she plays a good badass. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any that really jump out at me as far as bad casting choices. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I guess I kind of echo Neil's opinion with Natalie Portman, but I think that may have something to do with the the writing and story structure, yeah. not just her performance, but that's part of it. Um, I, I would yeah. say, as far as my final, you know, thoughts here is um, just uh, sum it, sum it up as uh, cautious optimism for the future of the MCU because it has been pointed out. Um, they are doing a good job currently, mm-hmm. cross my fingers, they continue to do so, of um, putting out so much content but approaching it in different ways so that you're not just rehashing the same thing over and over and over again. Like, hey, that yeah. saved the world for the 50th time. I like the fact that Ant-Man was basically a heist movie with I a superhero that. in it yeah. and a lot of comedy. And I like some of the smaller scale stuff. Jessica, Jessica Jones, a lot of the conflict there is just with herself, mm-hmm. just being a survivor and you know, going through her own issues and PTSD. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah surviving that. Yeah, not in the literal sense, but you know, mentally, just you know. Yeah. Well, that that is a form of survival. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Anyway, my main thought then is just you know cautiously optimistic that they continue to um, manage to juggle all those balls so that they have different types of themes and things they explore. Uh, and just not get too uh, redundant or repetitive with all the, the movies right. and shows. I think that where their next opportunity is going to be is following what the CW has done and going to TV. Agents I heard that a Moon Knight series is in the works. Oh, that would be so great. I would. That Cloak would and be, Dagger. Yeah. Cloak yeah. and Dagger would be. Cloak and Dagger would be great too. Moon Knight. It, I don't know if you could do Moon Knight on TV. They probably the have to. Well, you would they have to Netflix. do him on um, Netflix. That's why. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Um, that they were talking about because he's too bloody violent. Yeah, well, he was originally a mercenary. So well, that and he and he, that and he outright the, murders people. Yeah, well, he's the he's the uh, he's the you know avatar of vengeance. Comes yeah, to, comes with the territory. Yeah, just, you know <laughs> he's the, he's more violent and bloody than the Punisher was in, in, in uh, at, around the same time. Right, well, was, they're kind of pansy, but stuff. Yeah. Well, there there is a character, uh, Taskmaster, uh, <laughs> yeah. who would not would not uh, copy Moon Knight's style, and he came up at one point. He says, "Well, that's because you will take a punch rather than dodge it if it gives you an advantage." <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. Moon Knight is. Is as brutal to himself as he is to other people. Well, yeah, he's got multiple personalities. Yeah, the whole yeah, well, you know, carrying yeah. that god around inside his head. Um, <laughs> it gets a little painful. Yeah, although I think he's got one of the coolest aircraft in that helicopter. Yeah, that... <laughs> you know that that yeah, that's just awesome. So there was one um, one piece of like I think it was production fo- yeah it was a production photo for Ragnarok. It's got me the most excited for it because it's going to be coming after Doctor Strange. It shows Thor, Loki, and Odin all in civilian clothing. And 
Thor's holding up what looks like a business card, and it's zoomed into it, and it's Doctor Strange's address. <laughs> to the sanctum? <laughs> Very nice. So it's likely that in Ragnarok they're going to be seeing Doctor Strange. Excellent. That would be, be interesting. Yeah. Well, you got to visit the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Yes. Because that is a title, motherfucker. And who's it? Uh, right. I think it's Kate Blanchett is playing Hela. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Imagine you know. Imagine if if Galadriel. Uh, Galadriel angry. Imagine if Galadriel angry, had taken yeah. up the ring. Yeah. I just, <laughs> want, I just want to see Loki pushing Stephen Strange's buttons. <laughs> just just that alone. Oh God, Hiddleston and 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 yeah, and Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean both. Yeah. yeah both the characters well, and they, the actors. You know, just because such because great material. Exactly because you know. Uh, Loki thought he had the best of Black Widow. He's been gotten the best of by humans. Yeah. And I'd love to see Strange hand him his ass. Well, that, that goes back to, um, you know, very classic uh, traditional ideas of gods and goddesses from mythology mm-hmm. having such hubris. So right. Loki being god of trickery, basically, it only makes sense that at a certain point he's going to slip up because he's so in love with himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, where Black Widow let him, let him play to his strength. I think Strange... Is one of the few beings in the universe who would be able to go. No, I'm about. A, I'm on a par with you. Because yeah, even know? before becoming the Sorcerer Supreme, he was a genius. Yeah, exactly. right. Yeah. Arrogant, but a genius. Yeah, yeah. They tend to go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a Hulk in the MCU. Anyway. <laughs> you know, that was the other. See, that's the other place where where Loki met his match, and that was with Puny with God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was no, but uh, but I'm with with, with Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. You know, because Tony was playing him all through that scene. Right, buying time to get a suit ready. Yeah, exactly. And it just usually works. Yeah, five for performance issues. I love how unimpressed he was with Loki. That was what really sold that for me. Yeah, just making his drink, being all casual. Yeah, I want to drink. No, threatening. I think I think it was the best line of that. Threatening. There's a difference. Yep. Anyways, I think we're getting close. Yeah, we're. It's it's about that time. So. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, this is we been, sure did. Yeah, okay, indeed. <laughs> this has been uh, Neil, Michael, Ben, Wookie, and we have been Geek Fanthology. I hope you, we hope you uh, tune in. Uh, next we time. hope to have it. In, hope hope it weekly, but uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Let's just keep it at next. As time. soon as as soon as we can get the next one up. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Geek Fanthology is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter C and the number 3. Ending theme is March of the Mind by Kevin MacLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, why not consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. A final thought, a poor adaptation of a work does not ruin the work itself and can be used to point to the better source material. Nice job.